0: We all remember that one moment that made us believe. He's done it again! Unbelievable! The game is filled with stories of legends and how they were born. But this. (laughs) is not that story. (laughs) Was you just watching me sleep again?
1: Boy, you are better than cable, okay? Wait a minute. Now. What's going on? I use everything I got on this tournament. You lost our superstar to another coach.
0: What's that smell? Is that a grudge? This is the perfect opportunity for dads
1: to meet Uncle Drew, the greatest
0: black top player I ever seen in my life. Oh my nuts! Oh Joe nuts! All you want to out here and play like Joe. So we trying to get Morgan Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> You combine the old school with the new school. It's got to be my team, my roster. Yes. You got a Game Boy, an electronic book? Come on now, gotta get the boys. Drew's putting the squad back together. Here's up, man. Oh yeah. Come on. Time out. Pass the ball, Kobe. Come on, Drew. You told me these dudes can play. This dude, he's a karate man. Hey, oh. <laughs> he's meditating right now. Right here can't even see Swish. how's that geriatric team of yours you got them all individual life alert bracelets you still don't believe do you i got each of you a little something so we gonna ball we gonna ball this is where it
1: happens let's do this play the game the right way it fixes everything yeah. get that out of here this is the moment. You're gonna run away from it or you're gonna step up and take it. Touch me, touch me, touch me, oh, it. I get buckets. Oh, Who are you? I'm here to make sure that he's tall enough to ride the ride that my man about to put him on.
0: What is up, everybody? Welcome to BHL's Conversations. I'm your host Dario Kristen, and joining me today is the beautiful, talented actress, producer Erica Ash in the house. What's Thank up? you.
1: I appreciate that. Got to get you to introduce me everywhere. You
0: know, listen. I, I you know, you can hire me anytime. Right? <laughs> okay. We just showed the trailer for Uncle Drew. It was a sensational movie, breakout movie for the summer. Came out in June, and now we have the DVD that's just released. Dropped on the 25th. Dropped on the 25th. You can get it on Blu-ray. You can get the DVD. You can get the digital. You got a copy here. I got mm-hmm. a copy. I'm excited about. It.
1: Pretty much any platform that a movie can be on, you can now get Uncle Drew on. So if you don't have it, you have no excuses. Shame mm, on you.
0: No excuses. You better get it today. Yes. So now let's talk about your career. because Well, first of all, let's talk about the movie. How would you describe the movie for someone who's just tuning in and does not know what the movie's all about?
1: It's just a feel-good basketball movie of the summer. Um, it's the story of Dax, a guy who has been in love with basketball his entire life. He wants to gather a team together to play in the famous Rucker uh, Rucker Park classic. And the team that he's gathered, he ends up losing to his childhood rival. So, he's got to gather a new team and he ends up finding Uncle Drew, which if you've watched the commercials, the Pepsi commercials, it's Kyrie Irving's um sort of uncle character, <laughs> right, right. you know, who can, who kind of wipes the floor with the young with the young kids on the basketball court. So, he gathers a team of uh older guys and tries his luck <laughs> at the Rucker Classic. It's actually funny. There's so many coincidences in this movie. I mean, obviously, you know, I worked with LeBron on Survivors and mm-hmm. Morris, and I actually own an apartment in Harlem that overlooks the Rucker. Oh, wow. So, you know, I've been hearing the Rucker games. It's in your blood. Yeah, man. So I was kind of destined to do this film. And you play Maya. I play Maya.
0: And tell us about Maya.
1: So Maya is um, the granddaughter of one of the players on this new newly formed (laughs) band of Merry (laughs) Men, and um, it's played by Nate Robinson. He plays my grandfather slash Boots, and she rides with him, you know, initially just to make sure that her grandfather is okay. And she ends up kind of you know falling in love with this idea of these old guys getting one more shot on the court because it's what you know draws them together. It's what keeps them together, and for her, it's kind of what keeps them going. And so, you know, she discovers a new side of her grandfather that she's never seen because of this and um, discovers a little something with Dax along the way.
0: Well, see, you got to get the DVD to mm-hmm. know what the rest of that story is, mm-hmm. right? I mean, this movie grows 43 million, over 43 million globally, yeah. which is huge. yeah. And it's got an all-star cast. I mean, you mentioned some of the people in it, but we saw from the trailer. We got you know from Tiffany Haddish to who else is in this film? Chris Webber, yep. uh, uh Reggie Miller, Reggie Miller Shaq. Thiel, yeah. Yep. Now I would imagine that that set had to be hilarious.
1: Yeah, it was crazy because you know when I walked on the set, I was like, oh, it's Erica Ash back, oh my gosh, we're security. You know what I mean? And I was <laughs> right. like, it's just me, guys. Everybody take a breath. Relax. You know what I mean? So that was difficult. But, yeah, yeah. you know, once everybody got over that shock sure of the like, shock seeing me, like, I get it. oh my god, yeah. it's her, then, you know, we were able to get some good scenes done.
0: Yeah, and what was one of your most memorable scenes that you did?
1: Um, Oh my gosh. There were so many. My favorite scenes, to be honest with you, were the scenes in the van. Um, It was the first day we... The first... Uh, scene that we shot my first day was when we were at the dojo, and to that one person who hasn't seen the movie, spoiler alert, sir, ma'am, spoiler alert. okay, so shame on you. You should have seen the movie. Um, <laughs> the, we we get we get the big big fellow played by Shaq to kind of come and join us, and we all kind of get in the van, and then we have this like you know um, car chase with Betty Lou uh, played by Lisa Leslie. Um, it was Preacher's wife in the movie so we're just like all in the van just kind of like being tossed around and thrown around in the van it's on these like weird hydraulics yeah. so we're literally just like ah! <laughs> it's kind of cool it's like a roller coaster but you know you weren't gonna get hurt because I'm sure the movie didn't want to pay for no, that no they don't they, you yeah. know they don't want
0: that liability yeah. right yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then, I mean, there's so, as I mentioned, so many people in the movie, I would imagine that there also was a lot of maybe some practical jokes that were, you know, made on set. because Shaq, I know Shaq's a jokester, you know, you got Mike Epps and everybody else in there, Tiffany Hatch, there's got to be some things that happen on And
1: there were some surprise jokesters. Nate Robinson, he, you know, he plays the silent type in the film, but in real life he is just a motor mouth and he was always going at it with the, he would challenge anybody to like... uh, we we talked about bringing back old words to a joning session, so he would go toe to toe with them, and they'd you know just be like trading jabs, and he was really good at it. I was like, I'm not going to get in the ring with you, sir. He <laughs> was great, um, and then I did end up necking.
0: Necking okay, so the people With, who are listening yeah. or watching, Eric and I have this thing now we're gonna bring back old like is it like eighties, nineties kind of
1: I think maybe even before that, like our parents' terms. Like uh, like terms that Courting. Maybe, courting. courting. Oh, that's necking. a good one. You know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So we're gonna if you guys have some suggestions, put it in the YouTube description. Let us Absolutely. know what you guys are thinking for some words we should bring back.
1: A good list, yeah. We so, got loose. You still have to use necking though. I just necking to like it.
0: You did. I like necking. I, I literally like I like necking you like and necking. I like the word necking. There you go. So it works. Boom. Yeah. Okay, Bam. we just used
1: it. <laughs> we used it. All right.
0: Um, so <laughs> spill a little bit of tea about uh, some other things that happened with the movie. I mean, I I know that how long did you film? Um, where did you guys primarily film at? Also.
1: Um, well, they actually recreated the Rucker Park uh, in this old abandoned lot in Southwest Atlanta. It was really amazing. I mean, because they got it down to the T. Those engineers were amazing. Um so we spent a lot of time on the basketball court the and then a lot of time in the van. Those were our top two places. <laughs> the van. Um yeah, the van, the van. The van. Oh, yeah. Um but it was just it was just an amazing experience. I mean, having everybody there, being being when we weren't shooting in the van, the set van, there was another van for holding. Especially when we were out shooting on the Rucker Court because it was so far away from base camp. So, like, we literally spent most of the movie in a van of some sort. Okay. And it was pretty interesting because, you know, when the cameras weren't rolling, the guys started talking. I mean, you're talking good old locker room chat that, you know, most super-duper fans of basketball would kill to hear, you know, like... Things that happened on the court before they were able to have, like, the cameras and the microphones on the court to hear everything that the players were saying. Yeah. Things that people have been speculating about for decades, you know, when, when Reggie Miller and Shaquille, like, were fresh in the game. Things that happened back then. So we have all agreed to take all the secrets to our grave.
0: Now, are you a big NBA follower and, and lover?
1: I have always been a lover of the men who played in the NBA. I hear that. That is my truth.
0: And then do you play ball at all? Deb? You, you you hoop it up a little bit?
1: Uh myself no, but fascinatingly enough, my grandmother played basketball wow, look and at my that. cousin was in the in the WNBA and actually played with Lisa Leslie. Look at that. Yeah, my cousin told so it's in Phillips. The it's in the jeans. I just, you know, it's just recessive in me <laughs> instead of dominant. I, I so, feel that.
0: You know, it happens sometimes. Yeah. You know? So
1: I'm attracted to places where people play basketball Am i attracted to the actual court, no. <laughs>
0: I feel you on that. Uh, <laughs> well, one thing that's also special about this DVD that people should pick up is that there's six deleted scenes. Yes. Uh, there's a Who is Uncle Drew? The Making of the Basketball Icon featurette. There's Young Bloods, a comedy featurette. Uh, bucket Seats and Boom Boom Rooms, Uncle Drew's Van featurette. And an enhanced audio commentary from Charles Stone III. Yes, I was working was with amazing. Charles because Charles is the man.
1: He is. And what I didn't know is he's the guy. Do you remember back in the day, talk about old terms. What's up? What up?
0: Yeah, what's up? He yeah. created that. He did. Yep.
1: And starred in that and yep. put it like I was just like, Oh my gosh. I had no idea. So of course I had to go back and watch it. I was like, Oh, that is you I'm
0: surprised they haven't brought that back actually. They
1: should have. You know what I, mean? they I like to see have. those commercials Especially given yeah. the success of this film. It yeah. should have, you know, kind of been maybe they should add that to the DVD. They should add
0: that to the D V D or have him do like
1: some intro or to it. Maybe it's on the D V D. Maybe it is. Bro. You've got to get it to see.
0: Maybe it is. All right. See, we got to check that out. Now, outside of that, we've seen your face so many times, you know, Real Husbands of Hollywood, the big gay sketch show, all the way down to Scary Movie. You know, what's been uh, some of the most enjoyable sets that you've been on and worked on?
1: Um, I would have to say my top three are Survivor's Remorse, In Contempt, and Real Husbands of Hollywood. It was just for me, I think with those characters, I was able to be the most expressive, specifically Survivor's Remorse yeah. and In Contempt. I think those characters were the most well rounded. Yeah. Um, you know, I saw the most growth in M Chuck from Survivor's Remorse on stars. Um, I got to show my sort of badassness yeah. on, on as Gwen Sullivan. She's a public defender from In Contempt. And I just got to just really let loose, you know, I was, uh, my mother and father raised me to be very, very um, sort of by the book and always, you know, proper and, but there's a little part of you that, you know, when things happen, you kind of want to just
0: throw a tantrum and just,
1: just really let loose. And I think with Bridget from Real Husbands of Hollywood, that allowed me to just really personify those feelings and... I got to be super ghetto.
0: I See, ghetto is good sometimes. Sometimes I you got to take the earrings it. off, you know, I take the heels it. off. I
1: And it's actually really funny because when people meet me in real life, it's hard for them to believe I'm that character. Right. Which is the biggest compliment for any actor. Yeah, When for you sure. completely transform into someone else and they're like, for real? That yeah. was you? you know what I mean? So I think that, like, those three characters were my most diverse characters and just kind of, like, my heaviest. And then the casts were great
0: yeah, I mean, you work with some incredible people. Oh,
1: gosh. I, I would say, hands down, my f- my favorite cast was the Survivor's of Remorse family. Okay. And I what, mean, what was about that? It's just we actually felt like a family, family both okay. on and offset, And it's not always easy to get that synergy going, you know. Um, but with Real Husbands... You know the girls had that, and the guys had that, and then you know sometimes we'd all have that together. But it was just kind of like you know we had our cool girls club and they had their cool boys club, and we just you know. But with Survivors of Morris, it was all a family. Yeah, and we all hung out, and and it just I still call Tashina my. You know, like every time I see her and she still refers to me as her daughter.
0: (laughs) I can feel the energy, though, even when you were describing it just now. I can see.
1: It's just really it's just really nice to be able to have that. It makes you really look forward to going to work and, you know, just being able to laugh and joke and play and just feel comfortable.
0: And now we're in an interesting place in entertainment, I feel like, as as African-Americans and people of color. I mean, we just came from the Emmys, and mm-hmm. a lot of us won. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had, you know, a couple years ago, we had the Oscars so widened that we were dealing with that. But then the last few years, I feel like, as you watch some of these digital platforms or even like, you know, streaming services or even just regular HBO whatever, movies and whatever, we're seeing a lot more of people of color Mm -hmm. in the business. Do you see that change when you're going in and and receiving um, getting scripts for roles and and just seeing what's out there as an actress? Are you seeing that change um, as as I feel like I'm seeing it from the outside?
1: A hundred percent. And I think it's about the roles that I'm actually being called in for, not second girl from the left. It's actually, you know, (laughs) leading lady and, you know, my in contempt you know I was the star of that show I was number one on the call sheet and that's just that's one of those things where it's like wow I've I've got my own show on this network you know and I'm I'm leading a band of lawyers and it's not just an all-black cast I'm leading a mixed ethnic cast and or or, you know a, a, a mixed crowd and it's really really amazing to be able to to have that because really that's that's the proper representation of the world. You know, it's unfortunate that it had to to be a thing and it had to sort of um, evolve into that because, you know, black people, Asian people, Latino people, um, you know, Native American people, people have, all these people have been in the world, working in the workforce, you know, at schools with you and things. So it's like, why would we not be represented in this? And, you know, whereas before I would maybe get tiny roles, like maybe, you know, the secretary who has one line, or you know, the the friend of the best friend who might just make a quick appearance to drop off the keys that the yeah. best friend, li- you know what I mean? Right. So I'm, I'm getting you know the leading roles and the first supporting roles at at this point. So it's just it's it's lovely to see that shift and to know that Hollywood is is really. Finally, starting to get it.
0: And do you think that the shift is going to stay? Because um, you know, I know we go through waves. You know, unfortunately, sometimes mm-hmm. we we're, we something's hot for that moment, and then mm-hmm. it kind of shifts back to an older way of thinking. Do you think that we are in the place now where it's it's legitly going to stay?
1: I do. I think that I think that the fact that we have been proving that these roles that we're given, we're smashing them. Yeah. I mean, you know, the Emmys proved it. You know, shouts out to Regina King and Mike Jackson and John Legend, um, who got his EGOT, high, youngest, fastest ever. Um, I think the fact that we're actually showing up when we're getting these roles, you you can't argue with the money. Right. And when you've got the viewers coming, I mean, in contempt, I was looking at the numbers with my team, and our show broke records from... You know, it the publicity could have been a lot stronger, but it was what it was. And you know, in this business, I've always realized that you have to kind of go with what is. You know, but the show, word of mouth, people talking, people tuning in, us showing up and bringing it, we broke records in BT history for wow. most increased jump from like fifth episode to the end. Well. Wow. Like each. Each episode would break another record. And so it's just kind of like you can't really argue. Congratulations. With the num- Thank you very much. You can't argue with the numbers. You can't argue with the facts. And so, you know, I think because we are doing that, we are, you know, people are tuning in. People want to see these shows, and people aren't thinking, I want to see the black show. They're right. thinking, I want to see this really amazing show yeah. that these really amazing actors are acting in. I mean, you know, and beyond it being just a black thing, I mean, look at the... Um, the super rich Asians. Oh
0: yeah! Uh, yes. Uh, yep. Super rich. Yep.
1: I mean, you know, people that that broke records it as did. well. Killed it. You know, and it's just good actors showing up doing really good work.
0: Yeah.
1: You can't argue with the money.
0: And you mentioned In Contempt, and you also have uh, Skin in the Game. Tell us about these other projects yeah. that you're working
1: on. So. Um, I have two movies that are coming out. Skin in the Game just premiered at Urban World in New York. And I'm also, I threw my hat in the ring and became an executive producer and starred in a film called Single Holic, which we just shot back in May. Look at you. In Mauritius, Africa. Wow. It was really amazing.
0: I'm trying to go there.
1: You should. You should definitely do it. Um, And that, that will probably come out at the top of next year, but... Two amazing films that are coming out. Skin in the Game talks about um, human trafficking, which most people think about in sort of third world countries, yeah. but it's very prevalent here in the it U.S. Is. And so this show, I play a former um, prostitute whose mission is to help girls get out of the sex trade game. And um, we we are looking for a 15-year-old girl of a former high school friend of mine who was my goddaughter, um, who gets kidnapped wow. and basically put into the life. And that's unfortunately how a lot of girls end up in that game is that they're kidnapped and kind of forced into it. Um, and it's the girl next door. It's, you know, it's not it's not about um, income level and it's not about neighborhood. Like, the, you know, sometimes people are snatched. They're drugged. Yeah. They, you know, wake up not knowing where they are. They are, you know, given drugs to um, kind of get them hooked. And so then they sort of lose sight of you know what was, and then they become these people that they never thought that they would be, or then no one ever thought that they would be. So it's a problem that I think needed to be brought to light, and I was really grateful to be uh, one of the ones to help do that.
0: Well, congratulations on that. Are you Thank is uh, directing in your future as well?
1: You know, interestingly enough, I would put on my producer hat before I would put on my director hat. I won't say no to directing, um, but I'm just really interested in producing really amazing work and work that speaks to something. Yeah. So um, with Single Singleholic, uh, I was interested in producing that because, you know, lots of my girlfriends and, you know, me at the time that I first read the script, you know, we got man issues. They're, you know, there are people, you know, you think, oh, my gosh, my clock is ticking and, oh, I need to have a baby and I got to find a boyfriend and blah, blah, blah. So it just kind of deals with... It deals with finding yourself and finding yourself in relationships. And it's a really fun, super funny movie.
0: Check that one out too. Yes.
1: Single holic for sure.
0: And then now for a young actress who's entering this business, what would you suggest to them to prepare for this business?
1: Mm. Um, I would suggest that there is no one way or one right way to prepare to get into this business. Um, I only can speak from my experience, and my experience is to just say yes to experiences because actors have to draw from something. Yeah. You know, and it's not all in the textbook. Like, you need to live life. Live a fabulous life and keep those memories close. Write a journal. Think about the things that you've done. Like, fully, fully live in every moment of your life because when you're acting, when you get a script, when you get a movie, a project, you'll be able to draw from something that you've already experienced in your life in real time. To be able to put into that role, I love that, and just yeah, and just try new things. Like try, you know, say yes to things, even if you don't think that it will lead to acting. Try it. You never know you who you could meet. You never yeah. know what the circumstances might be. Um, just say yes. Start saying yes.
0: And then we have to wrap up. But what would you say right now is the song that best describes your mood right
1: now? Ooh, of course it's Beyonce.
0: <laughs> Did you go to the tour?
1: No. Oh, okay. Richard Lawson. No, no kidding. So he was like, hey I got these Beyonce tickets. I'm like ooh Hey, I got these Beyonce tickets Okay Can I get one? (laughs) No, but I I was also out of town that weekend. I was doing a sound bath Okay. In Joshua Tree for oh, my wow. birthday. Okay. look at that you. Someone had gotten Fancy. Me. I know, but I, I I have to just hunt her down. But the song that best describes me at the moment is that song. I'm a strong woman. I do whatever I want.
0: What's the title of that? That's the that's. I
1: think it's I'm a strong. A uh, strong woman, <laughs> yeah. Tony. Tony, we
0: got, we want to cue that up on our way out of here. Um, where Ooh. can fans find you on social media and all that fun stuff? Because yeah, I know you're very active on that. Because I've seen I you am. interact with your fans. So. I
1: am. Whenever I have a free moment, I'm super creative, and I just I find funny in absolutely everything. So I always post funny videos on my social media, and I'm at Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. It's the same thing. It's at the T H E E R I C A A S H. At The Uh, Erica Ash. Mm -hmm.
0: Make sure to follow her and find out about all of her films and her projects that she's producing and working on. We got some Beyonce out here for you. Uh, Be sure to pick up the DVD. Let's hold it up for everybody. Uncle Drew, you can get it right now. You get all those extra scenes. You can see Erica's beautiful face all over it. A lot. And a lot.
1: And see me necking.
0: And see her with necking. Thrill. Necking. And then we need some more words for y'all to tell us. So make sure you put that at the comment section for the video. And uh, everybody have a great weekend. Uh, I'm Daryl Christy. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And we're going to go out with some Beyonce. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Christy, Tiana Hobson, and the entire VHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network for questions and comments contact us info at blackhollywoodlive.com like us on Facebook, tweet us or Instagram us at VHL online and I am the official voice of Black Hollywood live Scipio, Instagram at King XO Bay. Thanks for tuning in. Oh. All right.